0: Well, here we are. And this is Tasting Room Radio. We don't often have Tasting Worm Radio as a podcast. You want people who bring some sort of story with them. This story is really good. Jason Priestley and I have been friends for many years. And along the way, we decided it would be really cool to shoot a television wine show with our friend Chad Oaks, who produced it. And off we went. We did three seasons of Hollywood and Vines over seven human years. Anyway, we got three years shot. One of those stories was seen in Slovakia by a winemaking couple called Michael and Martina Mosny. Michael was making wines for a large conglomerate there and had his own boutique winery. And they saw what we were doing in the Okanagan, what we were growing and how clean and fresh it was, because he's used, he was used to pollution where he was. And they came over, they took a look at the Okanagan, spent a week out there, went home, sold everything, and moved to the Okanagan, and then started a wine called Winemaker's Cut, which I noticed right away because it was on everybody's shelves. And when Michael finally told me the story, he also said, you know, I have the makings of a Bordeaux blend. What do you say we, we make some wine together, you, me, and Jason? And that's how it turned out. So this is the launch of Q&A, the Bordeaux blend, uh, soon to be followed by a uh, Marsan saint Viognier White. Here's the Q&A story on the Mulligan Two podcast. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. It's that time of year where the days are getting longer, they're warming up. We can start to think about the reopening. The Tasting Room and Terrace at Unsworth are open Wednesday to Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday and Tuesday from noon to four. The restaurant and patio will be opening again Wednesday, January the 18th. You can find all the details at UnsworthVineyards.com. Quiet on the set, rolling. It was a good day, uh, guys. I got recognized by the guy uh, uh, pushing the snow off our driveway. I took my 2 and he said, Oh my God, it's Terry David Mulligan from Q&A. Anyway, <laughs> uh, here we are. Uh, it's uh, By the way, this is uh, Tasty Room Radio and uh, this is the Q&A Sessions um, and, and it's half a boardroom mo- meeting, and the other half is uh, we're talking about wines and, and, and things. And on this day, just just in passing, the Jackson family of Napa, Sonoma purchased another uh, Cowichan uh, winery. They purchased Bluegrouse, they had purchased Unsworth. And so there we are <laughs> two of the bigger wineries. On Vancouver Island are now California owned, and will be their acreage will be added to all of those smarts, all of those skills, all the consulting that they have. They fly them up and they work with them.
1: It's quite remarkable to uh, to hear that um, half of the Kendall Jackson Empire is uh, is starting to invest in uh, in British Columbia and in uh, in in British Columbia, terroir. It's um, it's amazing. Is that is that like what do you think that is, Terry? Do you think do you, do you think that they're seeing because of the the climate change yeah, and, exactly. and the way that the the yeah the, it's it's moving that they're they're moving towards cooler climate uh, exactly. for the future.
0: It's cool climate. That's exactly what it is, and they think that the Vancouver Island, the territory of Vancouver Island, is going to be maybe blessed with. Uh, ducking some of the hard impacts that are coming, uh, and so you just have to learn to grow with it. If it's if it's going to give us Pinot, if it's going to give us Chardonnay, will it give us Gamay? You know, well, Riesling, sparkling,
1: sparkling. Oh, bubble. Oh, God, yeah, yeah bubble. Right. Yeah. 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 Just like Nova Scotia. So the so 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 what you're saying is the future is in sparkling wine? Is that is that the deal? <laughs> <laughs> when, when when the whole world is on fire, we're all just going to be drinking sparkling wine? Is that the deal?
2: Wait <laughs> to cool it down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as long as i got something to saber a bottle with, i can get drunk it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we called this gathering because uh, uh, Michael Mosny and uh, Jason Priestley and myself uh, I have partnered uh, in a wine, uh, the, the red of which is this one right here, a Bordeaux blend. It's a beautiful thing. It's handsome as hell. It's a uh, 45% Cabernet. It's a uh, 38% Merlot. It's 13% Cab Franc and 4% Petit Verdot. There are 670 cases, or there were 670 uh, cases. I don't know how many are left now because it's been released and it's slowly being rolled out. It's, we see it on shelves now. And um, uh, uh, we, we're talking about territories. We know the BC is going to like BC wines, as Charlie Pelletieri says to your homers. But um, there's Alberta; they love their big reds. There's uh, uh, Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Uh, um, uh, there, there's the, the prairies. Um, you've literally um, got all that territory out there, and the Maritimes. Don't know about Ontario. We can't answer that one yet, but uh, the we are kind of prepared that maybe BC will uh, take to this one in a big way.
1: Well, I think, go ahead, Margot.
2: Well, you know, this is basically the home province of this wine. So, and especially the vintage, 2020 vintage, everybody knows in BC that this was one of the best vintages in the history of of, uh, BC wine growing, grapes growing. So I think uh, people are already reacting to it, you know, the, the reaction that we see especially in a tasting room is like people don't even want to try it don't even need to try it they know that, that it's going to be something special that they can lay down in their libraries and you know even open it later i think the wine is absolutely delicious to be enjoyed even right now the uh, podcast i just did the guys were
0: sipping as, as we were talking and they they like the um the nose didn't let on what was coming it was the explosion of flavor and the attack in the mouth and the and the finish and the fact that we all agreed it's going to get better in the bottle it's going to get better on the shelf somewhere uh, just lay it down if you can if you can do that it's going to just get better and better and better
1: yeah, I think uh I think that this uh that this wine is definitely a wine that uh, that Michael made for the long haul. I actually not to um not to promote uh, uh another Okanagan winery, but um but I opened a bottle it was I over to a friend's house on on Monday night uh and I brought a bottle of uh 2015 uh Note Bene from mm. Black Hills and uh it was uh it was it was super powerful still and had tons of mileage left in it it was and it was big and it was brooding and it was deep and it was um it was really still an, an incredible bottle of wine so I mean I and I feel like I feel like we've sort of, you know Michael I feel like you sort of made this this wine in that in that in, in a yeah. similar style and so I feel like this this wine will 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 age well and um and gain depth and complexity as it uh, as it lays down think Michael
2: I, I completely agree. Actually, uh, if you remember when we were tasting this wine, you know, when we bottled it, you know, a couple months after, you know, we were still when to release it, you know, and I think the mm-hmm. wine actually learned. It was a lesson that, you know, it's it's really like you have to start slowly after bottling and let the wine do its thing in a bottle and it, it will just evolve into something beautiful.
0: This is Tasty Room Radio. He's Jason Priestley. I'm Terry David Mulligan. And we're talking with... Michael Mosney, our partner in Q&A wine and also the co-founder and winemaker at Winemaker's Cut in the Okanagan. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. It's that time of year where the days are getting longer, they're warming up. We can start to think about the reopening. The Tasting Room and Terrace at Unsworth are open Wednesday to Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday and Tuesday from noon to four. The restaurant and patio will be opening again Wednesday, January the 18th. You can find all the details at UnsworthVineyards.com. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Mooncursor Wines in a Soyuz. From January 3rd to April the 27th, Monday to Friday, 10 to 5. It's sales only at the winery. Uh, Just one last thought. Wasn't this the year you were going to join the wine club at Mooncursor? Just give them a call at the winery, or you can find all the details about the winter hours at mooncursor.com. This is Tasting Room Radio, and it's also the uh, quorum for uh, Q&A. We are the three partners, Jason Preece, Michael Mosney, uh, winemaker, Jason and I, Just to get the story right between the three of us, please give us the shortened version, Michael, of how you came to be in the Okanagan and making wine at winemaker Scott. Please,
2: go. So just a short version is basically that about 10, 12 years ago, when I was still back home in Slovakia in Eastern Europe, uh, I was working for the largest, the biggest winery in Slovakia, producing especially sparkling wine, but also table wines, uh, also brandy and i also was running my very very small boutique winery or garage winery and so every day we came home from from work you know in the vineyard uh and we just we were just resting having some food and wine of course and watching tv switching channels <clears throat> and there was this tv show of you two guys uh uh, uh hollywood and Wines tv cool. and we were watching it we were having fun especially we liked uh, the show because it was very very friendly very easy you know it was it was not about uh, wine drinking wine as snobs but drinking wine as people that will want to have fun uh and discovering new wine regions with new people I completely loved it and uh I think once we were we were watching the show where you were showcasing uh, you were visiting Okanagan Valley and uh we were like what Okanagan Valley like Canada that's 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 incredible so we investigated further and <clears throat> then we were thinking about doing some changes in our life because that time we thought that we were still young so we can do something with our lives so we thought like let's do something let's let's uh, discover the world a little better so we decided that we will go to canada that we will visit Oakland. island and in 2012 we made a decision we arrived in okan island valley and ever since we never left we just love it here and basically you two are the reason that that i'm with my wife that we are here in, in Oakland. island we have a winery, and we are enjoying our life. This is Tasty Room Radio. He's Jason Priestley.
0: I'm Terry David Mulligan, and we're talking with Michael Mosney, our partner in Q&A Wine, and also the co-founder and winemaker at Winemaker's Cut in the Okanagan. Will we ever get it's to awesome. meet Martina? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know,
2: right now, we have a three-year-old son. He is, We love him, He's, but he's so hyper that she needs to control him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so uh yeah definitely one day when we have a meeting here i'll bring her over
0: <laughs> and so jay oh, you know great. the rest of the story i i i, I see winemakers cuts show up on the shelves i'm very impressed with whoever this is they've just shown up and they're everywhere yeah and then i'm interviewing michael in victoria a couple of years later and he says you don't know why i'm here do you i said no and he told me the story and we instantly became friends and <laughs> and i told you and then you came yeah. along, and Michael, you came along and said, "You know, I have um, the makings of a Bordeaux blend in barrel. Let's do a wine together." And I and you yelled and dropped the phone and ran around screaming, "Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma!" And then we got together and made Q and A. Q&A. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was about it. <laughs> and that's
0: and that's what we're going to set out as a press release. That's it. Um, so, so, and it is a big deal. I don't know, uh, Jay. You understand this because you were connected with Nota Bene, and Michael, you understand this because you're on the other side of the fence. For me, after doing countless interviews about wine and looking at labels and tasting and things, all of a sudden, my name's on it in a very small way, but it's on it, and it's different. It's your baby. You're you want people to like it. Right and and the feedback we get we got uh, Jay you might not know this we got ninety three points today in a review from who we got a, a we got who, who who reviewed
1: the wine today who was that Dana Van Mulligan the wine diva yay fantastic that's great Ninety three. 93, 93. That's, and that's impressive
0: and Michael you and you very casually in the, one of our meetings said yeah I, I got a white wine I I think we we could roll up and little did I know that it would show up. In one of the best labels I have ever seen, bar none. It's gorgeous. Textured, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's QA MRV. Please explain. I'm
2: MRV, uh, Marsan Rusan Bionier. Unique varietals grown in Onkarangan. Absolutely stunning vineyard. Actually, just to go back a little bit, uh, the wine, the QA Red, started completely as a destiny because you know I walked the vineyards, uh, the new vineyards that our winery signed up uh, for, long term and you know i completely love those vineyards, uh and i didn't even have, even have a plan like what to do with those grapes and i just knew that i want to work with these grapes so we made wine base wine put it in barrels and that's where we started talking about q a so actually the wine found its own way to you to put us together and now to to the customers to enjoy and the same happened with with white uh marsan roussan i think it's I think it started completely on its own. I, I love. I wanted to work with these var- varietals because wow. that's something that you don't work with these varietals like every day, every every single wine region. Uh, and I knew this vineyard. I knew the potential. And we made wine. And I knew immediately that you would like it. So when you, Jason, uh, emailed me that you love the wine, I was like, yes, relief. Yeah. That's awesome. It's
0: a 2021 uh, Q&A RMV. With a fifty-eight percent Roussan, thirty-four percent Marsan, eight percent Viognier and Jay. I
1: watched you open it and drink it in Nashville.
0: Yeah, and you like
1: you liked it, didn't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, it's really, uh, it's really elegant. It's really, it's got beautiful mouthfeel. It's super crisp. It's um, it's a perfect, uh, it's a perfect summertime sipper. It's just. Like all, all it needs is a is the sunshine, and a lake or a swimming pool, and a glass, and a bikini and a swimsuit, and you're good, right? Like I think one, I think co-
2: it's, one correction: a big glass, really <laughs> big, glass.
1: <laughs> a two hander. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, it's it's pretty, it's pretty elegant, sexy stuff. I uh, I liked it a lot. There's only 330
0: um, cases. And it's it's going to be a, a, a it's going to be a, a an up there um, white wine in the price range, um, but I believe that people who love their Marsannusan Biogne will seek it out. I think they are a serious
1: bunch of people. It's 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 like it's uh, you know like some sometimes sometimes those varietals, varietals can get a bit grippy, you know what I mean in your mouth. But this has just got beautiful viscosity, right? It's just the right. Like in the like the like the mouthfeel on it, it's like it's slippery. You know what I mean? It's like it it goes down, it goes down a little too easy, to tell you the truth. It's uh, it's it's a bit of a problem. I Actually, think. you know
0: what? As soon as, as soon as I tasted it, I said, "Slow down." I told myself, yeah. "Slow down, slow it's, down." It's like
1: it's like drinking sunshine. Really, it's kind of what it's like. Is there's it? a bumper sticker? Um.
0: So uh, uh, have we? Can we tease a price
2: point, Michael? Oh, again, I have hardest part, you know, to relieve the price. <laughs> I think it will be closer to forty dollars on the shelf, All right. uh, because this wine, like especially, we are talking about very unique uh, varietals, and uh, it was also barrel aged. But without uh, over oaking this wine, it's I think the oak is just very, very elegantly integrated, uh, and everything is hundred percent Slovakian oak.
0: I'm Terry David Mulligan, and you're listening to a Tasting Room Radio. This is the first ever mm, conversation of any length uh, about a new wine in the B.C. Canadian American wine market. It's a Bordeaux blend called QA to be followed by a white, as we just explained. When we come back, we'll talk about, <laughs> we'll talk about Jason Priestley's epic drive, driving the thousands of bottles from his wine cellar from Los Angeles to Nashville. It's got to be a script. This is Tasting Room Radio. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Mooncursor Wines in a Soyuz. From January 3rd to April the 27th, Monday to Friday, 10 to 5, it's sales only at the winery. Uh, Just one last thought. Wasn't this the year you were going to join the wine club at Mooncursor? Just give them a call at the winery, or you can find all the details about the winter hours at mooncursor.com. This segment of Tasty Room Radio is brought to you by Jason Park's Customs. Let's review what exactly is Jason Park's Customs. It's The Hatch, the original home of all things JPC. The Hatching Post, a saloon-style brewery, smokery, and ice cream parlor. Truck 59 Cider House. Black Swift Vineyards, the home of their single vineyard, single varietal series of sensational Swifties. Crown and Thieves, made by scoundrels, sipped by royalty. Home of the Crown and Thieves Speakeasy, a saloon-style brewery, smokery, and ice cream parlor. All the details can be found at jpcfanclub.com. This is Tasty Room Radio. He's Jason Priestley. I'm Terry David Mulligan, and we're talking with Michael Mosney, our partner in Q&A Wine, and also the co-founder and winemaker at Winemaker's Cut in the Okanagan. Hey, Michael, yeah. I forgot to tell you that uh, Jason drove his, his wine... Uh, in in his own truck, was it a, was it a panel van or a truck, Jay?
1: It, no, it was a it was a it was a cargo van um,
0: that Online. I rented
1: uh...
2: from
0: from Los Angeles to to
1: Nashville. Oh my
0: god!
2: <laughs> Why didn't you ask for help? Who would help you?
1: <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know, it was i i i had a i had a buddy of mine who was who was in Vegas, and so he flew to L A. and I flew to L A. and we drove it back together a two and a half day drive with, you know, 250 cases of wine and a, in oh a cargo God. van. It was, uh, it was quite the adventure and it you know, it all made it. And you know, nothing broke. It was pretty fantastic. Well but done. it was, um, it's all, it's all finally back here with me now. And I have, uh, I've got it all here in my, uh, in my wine cellar, which you is know, pretty exciting.
0: There is a script there. There's a script
1: there. I don't know if anyone, anyone would want to watch it, though. It's, uh, it well, wasn't very but, but interesting. The things
0: that could happen to that wine along the way, and the driver. and Oh, and things in the that mechanism. could happen. Yeah. It could happen, yes. yes sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the reality of the trip, though, was pretty boring. It was a lot of, you know, true crime podcasts. Okay. And just two dudes driving a cargo van. Pretty boring stuff. Okay.
0: Um, do you want to name your uh, your vineyards uh, that you worked with, uh, Michael?
2: Yes. So the the red wine, uh, red blend, is from Quail's Wayside Vineyard, okay. where we grow Cabernet Franc and Cabernet Sauvignon.
0: You know where uh, that is, Jay? It's right below Fairview Cellars, Bill Eggert's place. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, just below the first hole.
2: <laughs> Actually, Bill used to used to. Uh, yeah, I think he planted this vineyard even, and he he used his these grapes for many years. But then, when he decided to uh, retire, that's from where I heard because I never met him. Uh, then he basically uh, canceled the contract with this vineyard, and that's where I showed up. Good on you. Good nice. on you,
1: man. Nice.
2: <laughs> and the second the second vineyard is Chahal Vineyard, Chahal. Uh, just around the corner from uh, uh, District Mine Village, north of Oliver, where we grow uh, Merlot and Petit Verdot. Is right. Q&A available at uh, District Wine? Yes, definitely. The it's village? available there from the very, very first day we released it. Uh, many many people already came. Many many people purchased this wine, tasted this wine, and it makes me really happy.
0: Uh, do, you, do you allow them to taste uh, over the counter? Yes, we do. Will Jay be able to find this wine in Nashville
2: someday? Oh, uh, really soon! Like we are already like I think we already made a, an agreement with uh, our U.S. importer, uh, Cascadia Wine Merchants, and they just can't wait to bring in uh, to the United States. And Jay
0: had an interesting comment, made, made perfect sense. He said, he said, it'd be great to get these wines poured by the glass somewhere so that people could really, you know, so people can try it. I mean, they can discover it on their own.
1: Well, I think, I mean, I mean, the secret with, with that is we would have to, we would have to make a wine that would, that would, would be priced at a, at a point where people could put it on a, on a buy the glass list. But um, obviously these first two wines that we've created aren't going to quite fit into that. Um, into that area of, uh, of pricing, so we'll have to continue to work on that, Terry. I, I
0: feel so foolish.
1: <laughs> but I, it but be I bet, I bet it, maybe at,
0: at Hawksworth they'd be putting, you know, they'd be pouring that by the glass if they.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I mean at Hawksworth they could, but I mean once you, I mean you know at 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 forty dollars, once you put this on a on a restaurant list it's a hundred and twenty dollar bottle of white wine <laughs> but it's sebastian you know I mean? enough.
0: we've got to go gotta got go talk to him
1: <laughs> wow uh i was asking something morning. so was... so mike so michael if people if people uh, at home are interested to um get um you know a six pack of uh of q a um where can they uh where can they do that
2: so we are selling it uh, online uh through uh, qna.wine to our web page and that will direct you uh, to uh, winemakers web page where we have our online store set up uh, so I think the minimum order for QA is two bottles uh, yeah. and then uh, slowly the wine is being rolled out to uh, liquor stores and restaurants throughout the province especially and then uh, other provinces uh, and USA will follow next year.
0: It's uh, qa.wine www.qa.wine yeah.
2: That's correct, yes. Sorry.
0: All right. What about next year? Do we know?
2: Oh, well, we already have bottled the 2021 vintage. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's a very similar blend because the only difference is that we made a little less in 2021 because it was a vintage where the Okanagan was hit by, by some uh, frost damage. So the yields in the vineyard were lower, but uh, the quality is uh, equal to 2020 vintage, if not better. We'll see how the wine develops in a bottle.
1: And you just got done picking uh, the 2022 vineyard and probably uh, just put all that stuff in barrel and just laying down for a, for a long slumber right now. How did the uh, 2022 vintage uh, shape up for you? And were you happy with it when you picked it?
2: Oh, uh, I was happy when we picked all the grapes that uh, we have uh, in our contracts or that we grow. Uh, it was a cooler vintage, much cooler vintage. So we had to wait until literally like November, uh, mm. even late November. Uh, to pick some of the uh, some of the varietals uh some uh varietals were not uh ripe enough uh especially the tougher ones like petit Verdot and cabernet sauvignon uh uh but uh the, the phenological ripening as, as far as the color uh the the seeds color and the flavors i think they were absolutely stunning uh but i think uh 2022 will be the vintage where merlot dominant blends will be will be probably more more uh, popular.
1: Oh, really? Because because the Merlot, just because the Merlot ripened better?
2: Yes, exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. And the white? And the white is just spectacular, just like every year.
0: This is Tasty Room Radio. He's Jason Priestley. I'm Terry David Mulligan. And we're talking with Michael Mosney, our partner in Q&A Wine and also the co-founder and winemaker at Winemaker's Cut in the Okanagan. This segment of Tasty Room Radio is brought to you by Jason Park's Customs. Let's review what exactly is Jason Park's Customs. It's The Hatch, the original home of all things JPC. The Hatching Post, a saloon-style brewery, smokery, and ice cream parlor. Truck 59 Cider House. Black Swift Vineyards, the home of their single vineyard, single varietal series of sensational Swifties. Crown and Thieves, made by scoundrels, sipped by royalty. Home of the Crown and Thieves Speakeasy, a saloon-style brewery, smokery, and ice cream parlor. All the details can be found at jpcfanclub.com. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Hillside Winery on the Narramatta Bench. Here's some important information. The Tasting Room and Wine Shop are closed for the season. Wine sales are available Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Bistro is closed for the season and reopening spring of 2023. All the details can be found at hillsidewinery.ca. I'm Terry David Mulligan, and you're listening to Tasting Room Radio. This is the first ever mm, conversation of any length uh, about a new wine in the BC Canadian American wine market. It's a Bordeaux blend called Q&A, to be followed by a white, as we just explained. This is Tasting Room Radio. Okay, (laughs) so let's review... Um, I talked to Matt Thirlwell, who's our uh, uh, partner at Vintage West, Vintage West. And I also heard from the uh, delightful Sarah Parks and her uh, partner, uh, Cameron Duke, at Coastal Craft in Victoria. I said, so how can people find the Q&A? They have supplied 30 stores with Vintage West. They have supplied 20 stores with Coastal Craft, which is uh, Vancouver Island. That's 50 stores. The rollout in Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan is early spring. Uh, Ontario, eh. uh, Atlantic Canada, uh, 2023 as well. That's a nice national rollout. It really is. If Ontario comes along, fine. I don't know what's going to be left by the time we get to that. And uh, it will be available in the States. We have. Um, I was talk- talking to Jay about a restaurant in Seattle that I'd love to have them pour. And and San Francisco, I, there's half a dozen where I would love to see if I could get it added to the uh, the wine list.
1: Jay's working on uh, Nashville and Toronto. <laughs> got to get got to crack that LCBO if you want to get it on the list in Toronto. That's true. There's only, there's only one buyer in Ontario. <laughs> yeah, apparently.
0: Um, oh, by the way, <laughs> will our friend Chad Oaks be able to find this uh, in a wine store in Alberta soon? It was his television program that... that yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember,
2: yeah. I, mm. We'll work on that. We'll work on that for he's, sure.
0: He's not going to be happy with us if
2: he can't find it. You <laughs> <laughs> just drive down to
0: Okanagan. It's just a short drive. Okay. Um,
1: right. He spends enough time there.
0: And Jay, is this your first Christmas in Nashville?
1: Uh, it's, uh, it's our second Christmas second? in Nashville, but, uh, but our first Christmas um, uh, in our house. Ah. Here, so, uh, so we're excited to uh, to enjoy our first Christmas here in our new house. Is it different from L.A.? Uh, yeah, because we're actually going to have a white Christmas. Yes, here, you are. I saw that. Uh, which yes, is, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, our kids, our kids have never had a white Christmas before, so this is going to be pretty cool.
0: <laughs> and um, what my you... kid,
1: my my kids who are like you know thirteen and fifteen have never experienced the white Christmas. I'm embarrassed to say, as a Canadian, but. Um, I, they're going to enjoy it this year.
0: Do you have a special bottle uh, in the cellar for Christmas dinner and New Year's? Uh,
1: Besides q uh uh This year, uh, Christmas dinner, I'm going to drink uh, a 2009 Panay Canet. <laughs> How about that?
0: How about that? How about that? Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael if you had one wine you wanted to have uh, New Year's what would you have?
2: Of course we will have wine with, with Christmas dinner uh, and it is going to be the QA. and nice. I, I will not lie it's going to be the q and
1: to I've got a bottle of q right here Gorgeous. that actually is that, that actually is open so I might actually uh, I thought I thought, Terry, I thought Terry said that we were going to be actually tasting some QA. Uh, oh. During the show today, oh, I want to
2: taste, but I have just an empty bottle. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> you just have an empty We've one. got three minutes, Terry. <laughs> Terry, you usually have an a, a, yeah, an open bottle on your show. This bottle's been open for about uh, for about forty five minutes, and it, you know, I I find that the last bottle that I opened, I found that if it was open for a while. It becomes way more expressive it does. Uh, yeah. like the aromas become way more expressive absolutely it like does. When, you, like when you like when you first open it it's pretty shut down like you need yeah. you need to open it for a while
2: yeah well the, 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 the other important thing that i think we should mention that this wine is also unified and unfiltered right. and that's where a little bit of like reductiveness can come when it's when it's closed in a bottle for a long time but yeah. then when you open it it takes really just a proper amount of decanting or a really good decanter to to open up the, the aromas
1: Right. That's good information to tell people.
0: What I did notice was I just sipped it the first time and then I I, uh, was headed for bed and I put it in the fridge uh, and the next night I opened, I took it out of the fridge, let it warm up a bit, uh, opened it and it was even better. I couldn't quite figure it out.
1: Remarkable. Just because it needed to, it needed some time to open up. I thought you were going to tell me that you were sipping it and then you were headed for bed. And you just dump the whole rest of the bottle in your mouth because that's what you usually do, isn't it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I didn't see. You <laughs> probably
1: want to get some air on that. Ah, oh, it is. It's big. Oh, it's nice.
2: Okay,
0: you guys. It's and and Michael, you were absolutely right. Give it time and bottle. You you send us a case and said yep. uh, one bottle a month, and until you until we can we can achieve some sort of. Uh, balance and the balance is there now it it can have a life yep. of its own very good uh Beautiful. gentlemen uh thank you very much for doing this i appreciate it uh i'll put this up on the website lots of uh lots of uh, links lots of color pictures uh shot of uh, Jason a with his hair picture. sticking out that's good that's good
1: it's all good awesome it's going to thank be a very guys.
0: very interesting year
1: 2023 for, for us in Q&A i think so michael this is really this is Really nice, man. It really came together. Really nice. Awesome. Very happy to see awesome. that. Awesome stuff,
0: Thanks man. So uh, just for the record, he is Jason Priestley. I'm Terry David Mulligan. And the winemaker of record is Michael Mosney from Winemakers Cut. And this is Tasting Room Radio. And all three of us wish you a happy new year and a very safe and wonderful 2023. Thank you. Cheers. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Hillside Winery on the Narramatta Bench. Here's some important information. The Tasting Room and Wine Shop are closed for the season. Wine sales are available Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Bistro is closed for the season and reopening spring of 2023. All the details can be found at hillsidewinery.ca.